0: Welcome to the Mindset Magic and Manifestation Podcast, hosted by me, Michaela J. Get ready to dive into an action packed, bougie based, and spiritually guided experience on all things manifesting your next level luxe life. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast with your girl. It is I, the Michaela J, here to teach you how to manifest your next level lux life. We have a crazy, amazing episode today where I am bringing on, drum roll, please, my very secret... <laughs> mystery man boyfriend gets to come on the podcast and talk about all the things. Not so much secret, but mystery man of a boyfriend. I'm sharing him with all of you today, giving you guys a sneak peek into what our conversations look like literally on a daily basis. These are the things that we talk about often. And I've always been very interested to hear what other people talk about their significant other and what kind of conversations those are. And that's why I love bringing even my best friend Caleb on the podcast. It's like, these are the things that we talk about when we hang out. And I think high level conversations with successful people are really fascinating to peek into. So I'm excited to share this episode with you guys. My boyfriend's very mindful, very into manifesting, is very conscious, is big on emotional intelligence. And we're actually going to be doing two episodes because we recorded so much content. Obviously you guys clicked into this. This is a long episode that I'm splitting it up into two. So this episode is a lot about mindset, a lot about energy, a lot about emotional intelligence. And then we're doing a second episode as a Q and A of all the questions you guys asked me over on Instagram. I'm really excited for you guys to get a sneak peek into these conversations and what my boyfriend is like. And I think this is the type of episode I would have loved to hear from some of my favorite podcasters and their relationships because it just is another example that you never need to settle. You know, my boyfriend is truly everything that I have ever wanted. And we even talk about how I felt I manifested him in the episode. He talks about how he felt he manifested me. And it's important to remember there are high level men out there that know how to lead themselves, that can lead the relationship, that are emotionally intelligent, that know that holding space for you is important, that prioritize you, that meet all of your love languages, not just your your top ones, whatever. Uh, So I really hope that this episode inspires you. And it's a great one to play in the car with your man if you want him to get into personal development. So we're going to dive into all of that in a minute, but before we get started, I want to give you guys our quick little life update and sponsor for the week. So my life update is pretty quick. We just ran the most epic masterclass this week inside of my free Facebook group. And the masterclass was called Maybe to Manifested. And I shared the number one shift I find that I, I, I need, that people in my life need, and that my clients need to really tap into a new level of flow around your manifestations. So we redefined what manifestation means, how to use law of attraction in our favor, and what that number one shift was to really change the pace of your manifestations moving forward. You guys can still join the group. You can still watch the replay. It's all free. I'll have the link for that in the show notes. And that leads into our sponsor for the week. MMM Method is open for enrollment. And we talked about it in the masterclass. We have some speedy, fast action bonuses. And when you guys are listening to this, you still have one more day to snag those bonuses. If you pay in full for the program, you're getting a free coaching call with me. And if you guys join at any level, any payment plan, you are getting my energetic mastery masterclass, which is all about how to hold energy in a practical way and my exact steps it takes to quantum leap. But Back to mm method itself, this is my signature manifestation academy and life transformation coaching program. By the end of this program, it's 4 months long, you're going to feel like manifesting is as easy as taking action. You're going to know exactly what to do to process your emotions so you can move through and stop spirals altogether. You're going to be a master of vibrational vibrational alignment so you can always be in tune with your manifestations. This program changed my life. It has changed hundreds of women's lives who are in the program, and you get coaching calls avec moi, yours truly. So it is really such a time. And I'm going to have the link for that in the show notes for you guys to hop in. I can't wait to welcome in the new round of girls that will be group coaching. The women that are already in are so amazing. They're so fired up. They're so passionate about the things they're manifesting. It's really going to be an amazing group of women. So MM Method is our sponsor for the week. Doors are going to be open for one more week the fast action bonuses are good for one more day get on it and with that being said we're going to get right into this episode hey there hi there thanks for coming on the show
1: boyfriend thank you for having me on the show girlfriend
0: Hey guys, welcome to the introduction of Mystery Man, my lovely, sweet, handsome
1: boyfriend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he has uh did you invite yourself onto the show?
1: The uh I wouldn't say invite myself. It was I think like you a, pitched the idea a sales pitch. You <laughs> just happened to say yes.
0: I just I just reluctantly
1: I just, like, bribed you with, like, a shopping spree, and then... Yeah, we were probably in
0: Target, 400 Definitely in Target,
1: yeah. On the way out, I was... Or as I was paying for it, it was just like, Hey, by the way, podcast? And
0: I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever.
1: (laughs) Yep. That was it.
0: Just kidding, I'm very selective about who gets to come on the show.
1: I feel very, very special to be here. Thank you. You're
0: welcome. I'm excited to share you with the listeners they're gonna be really curious to know who's mystery man but you guys don't get to know
1: yet yeah i haven't officially been hard launched yet (laughs) only soft launch
0: (laughs) 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 gotta keep the people guessing
1: yeah Yeah. i mean you've definitely shown you know the hands i just realized i was in your recent reel that's nice to see yeah
0: like
1: your hand oh my hand the dodger game yeah Right. Another hand. Yeah. Another hand. My hands have been in your Instagram. Your hand model. Oh well, technically the other day when you posted for the, uh, the uh, for the questions, yeah, mm-hmm. that was a.
0: Uh, what did Sarah call it? Moderate hard launch.
1: Yeah, moderate hard launch.
0: <laughs> well, anyways, you guys, I'm very excited to be bringing my boyfriend on. We're gonna be talking about men and mindset, spiritual dating. We're gonna talk about masculine and feminine energy and you guys if you're following me over on Instagram I did a question sticker on my story the other day of any questions you had for a spiritual man and the questions that you had for oh I almost said your name for Mystery (laughs) Man (laughs) um so if you guys don't follow me over on Instagram make sure to follow me I'm at the Michaela J. I do question stickers for the podcast all the time and if you're hanging out with us over there, you would have gotten to submit one for the boyfriend. But there's always time for another episode with more questions. I
1: think there I think there could be another episode in the works. Yeah. We can make another couple target runs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. So we're gonna be talking about mindset and personal development and all the things that we talk about here, but with a man's perspective, and I know I get the question all the time of how to date a quote-unquote, like, normal man when you're spiritual, how do you navigate relationships when you're spiritual, how to attract a spiritual partner, and everything in between. And the conversations that you and I have are, you know, record-worthy, record-worthy.
1: Absolutely. I mean, oftentimes, you and I, especially our early-on conversations, 100%, like, we're all about... In a sense, masculine and feminine energy, and just our beliefs, our standards, our morals within both of those, and how we intertwine them into a relationship.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you guys just get to get a sneak peek at like what our dinner dates are like, basically. Yeah, <laughs> dinner dates—the
1: first uh, five and a half hour long Facetime we did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: guy's Mystery man almost screwed it up. <laughs> a couple of canceled dates because of unforeseen circumstances. But then we had a great, really long face fight. Yeah. And I decided you were cute enough to keep around. Yeah. yeah. And then you brought me champagne to the first date. And I, was I did. Like, okay.
1: Hey, you know what, fellas? If you ever want to seal the deal, <laughs> just always bring web Cliclo. Mm hmm.
0: Man's got to have. So we're going to dive right into all the things men and mindset, spiritual dating, masculine and feminine energy. I feel like that's where you should kick it off. Masculine and feminine energy is something that we always talk about. So what does it mean to be masculine?
1: To me, being masculine is more of the mindset and your actions that you do. Uh, in the sense of being able to provide, being able to protect, being able to openly in the right times be vulnerable and then also in the right times be guarded. Um, I feel like you not necessarily have this like machismo because that can be very toxic, but being able to have the balance of not only being able to be the protector and provider but also being open to being vulnerable and open to being in touch with your own emotions Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like oftentimes men think that being in touch with their emotions is less masculine but to me it's kind of like how are you going to be emotionally intelligent as a man and not be in touch with your emotions right I feel
0: like when that's the case, you're only half a man because yeah. it's just showing outwardly the, what's the, what's the term? The, uh, surface level sides mm-hmm. of masculinity where you're like, absolutely wrong. Yeah. But it's like, okay, but there's so many more things that go on. And I also feel like, women don't get this sense of like safety and exactly. genuinely feeling protected unless it's a safe space for their emotions. And when a man is emotionally intelligent and in tune with his emotions like you are, it just makes it a lot easier for a woman to open up and share from a vulnerable place.
1: Yeah, I feel like, I mean, one thing that I always pride myself in is I, I, I make sure that I hold space for your emotions throughout any sort of conversation that we're having. I hold space to allow you to feel happy, to feel sad. I want you to be able to constantly feel like you're able to be 100% yourself around me. Um, And I want to be that as a man because it's like, well, that's how I'm going to protect you in the long haul. That's how I'm going to be able to provide for you in the long haul. And I feel like oftentimes men think, well, being in touch with your emotions is, you know, like, (laughs) <laughs> what's the best way I can put this? Um, just soft. Mm-hmm. And it's, again, that like toxic masculinity and this like machismo that, well, oh, I, I, can, I can kick anyone's ass and yeah. I have a bunch of money. I can give you everything that you want. But then deep down, what are you bringing to the table? Uh, you and I always talk about that. What are you bringing to the table? Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you're only bringing money and good looks, well, shit. Like, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what are you doing behind the curtains? And, you know, when doors are closed, how are you providing emotionally? When you're upset, how are you being able to protect your emotions? Yeah. Um, so oftentimes I feel like men don't, men don't see emotional intelligence as a part of masculinity. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. And that brings up kind of what I'm thinking on, along the lines of the protect and the provide it's like okay well how do you get to that space but i feel like you just answered that it's that if you need to be able to provide emotionally and protect emotionally yeah. before anything else of course because that's the foundation and everything else is just like shiny object syndrome where it's Absolutely. the money and it's the cars and it's the muscles and the looks and blah, blah 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 and it's like cool you can find 700 of that down the street and they they might they can be dumb as rocks. Like we don't want that.
1: Like yeah, there's no substance. There's no yeah. depth. And in the long, it's like that's all great for now, but all of that fades. Yeah, you know, it's like well, I'm all, gonna be beautiful forever. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's very true. <laughs> but I mean, like I know I'm not. Well, what I would hope so. What, Whatever. You know, hair okay. flips. I'll be good.
0: <laughs> we'll get Botox. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, are you kidding me, I'll just be working out left and right, be we'll be set and ready whole to go. Jam. Yeah, yeah. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I oftentimes feel like men men oftentimes only go a X amount of distance in the masculinity spectrum and they don't go full depth. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with just their mindset throughout life. And how is it that you're carrying yourself in life? Um, Yeah. It's like how I oftentimes also feel like, is that how you, like as a man, if you want to think like quote unquote masculine and as a man, well, how are you carrying yourself in business? Are you bullying your way through and just like, oh, well, I got all this money and I got all these big muscles. Am I bullying my way through? Or are you actually building your way up? Are you being feared or are you being respected in business? And there's a big difference and there's a big level of power between the two.
0: Oh, I like that. That's a great question for all the women listening who maybe you are second guessing your relationship and you're like, I want a guy who's in his divine masculine. You're like, well, he's still a man. Is he being a man from a fear-based space, or is he being a man from a respectful place? Yeah. Because there's a huge difference. And the vibe huge is different.
1: Di- oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because, I mean, a man that's going to be... A man that's feared is going to be less... Resp- like, obviously, less in power than a man who's respected. Yep. Um, and you're, the, the man who's feared at the end of the day is going to have an end date and an expiration. A man who's respected is going to live forever
0: the sauce
1: thing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What's the difference between sauce and juice? Juice, man, (laughs) orange juice, expiration date within a couple weeks. Sauce, however. Sauce is forever. Sauce is forever. (laughs) Yep, absolutely.
0: We'll literally be out and about. And I'm like, I got the juice, I got the sauce. And every time he stops me, he's like, you don't have the juice, you have the sauce. Sauce is forever.
1: (laughs) I just want everyone to go into their fridge and tell me. The barbecue sauce and the mustard You've had in there for how? When was the last time that you bought it? You can't remember Because it's been in there forever I
0: don't even have a fridge
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have teriyaki sauce That's literally in the refrigerator Mm -hmm. I don't don't remember where it came from Mm. At all I don't even think anyone in this house Knows where it came from Probably not No
0: Uh, This brings up the opposite point of feminine energy as well. And I think since society has changed so much, there's a lot of these primarily masculine women. And that was me for a really, really long time, right? And it's because there's no grounded masculine man or masculine-presenting person that is providing them that. So they're doing the providing, the protecting, and the flow. And that's why so many women are out of touch with their feminine side. Yeah. And it's like, I think those things, the things we're talking about here the provider and the protector coming from an emotional space that's how you can access a divine feminine energy. Because Absolutely. when I think of femininity, uh, I think about like flowing. And we've talked about this before. I think about a water bottle. It's like the masculine is the water bottle and the feminine is the water because you can flow within the structure. And that's why there's so many masculine women or they have their masculine brain on because they have to because there's so many men not stepping up for the emotional side. And I think that's something that a lot of guys don't realize is that the emotional intelligence is what makes you a man
1: absolutely and they're
0: missing that and then they're wondering like why their woman's barking orders at them all the time and it's like well yeah because she's wearing the pants yeah and playing both sides she doesn't feel safe to let you take control because there's nothing going on behind your eyes
1: absolutely i mean like because not only that like i think men need to also realize hey this is modern day like i mean granted like I I shouldn't say but there's many women that will provide for themselves will protect themselves Uh emotionally and you meeting them and it's not even meeting them halfway by providing them material things or the material side of being protective and being providing that's not really going to do much for them Um, and not only that then then the men wonder why while these women are bossing them around or even like having the quote upper hand Mm -hmm. instead of it being an equal partnership and an equal unit because in no way shape or form do i ever think that like uh a man is on top or a woman right Right. like i don't no way shape or form do i think that but it's more of just like being able to provide equally for each other and just playing the part right of being a provider being a protector
0: for myself so like what are you exactly
1: yeah exactly that was something you told me right off the bat was like hey like when we talked about love languages right it was you're like (laughs) gifts are nice but shit I could buy all that stuff for myself yeah you know what I mean and and that's great I love that because it's like all right great I mean I'm still I still give gifts and I still love treating you however it's less uh, that made me feel all right cool I no longer have to think that, oh, well, if I get her a nice ring or if I get her a nice bracelet, if I get her something nice, that's what's going to win her over. It's like, no, what wins her over are the nice things that I do, are the kind words, the words of affirmation that I give you, the constant reassurance, the the talks that we have to yeah. where I hold space for your emotions. I allow you to go through whatever it is that you're going through. Whether or not I like the emotions or not, I still allow you to have that feeling and to go through that process. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If I like the emotions or not. He means he doesn't like to see
1: me sad. Oh, a hundred percent. That's what he means. Yeah. A hundred percent. Oh my God.
0: People are going to take that out of context.
1: <laughs> no, like, no, like I would never, I never want to see you sad. Right. Yeah. Like when there's something that happens and you get upset or you get sad, never anything that I do because I'm an angel. <laughs> Uh, we perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but when there's ever something that you get upset or emotional about, I allow you to have that time to process your emotions. Um, you know, I got it from a, a movie, but it's like, I, I'm going to love you for your scars, and I'm going to allow you to heal them on your own and love you throughout that process. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I'm going to be there for you to allow you to heal on your own. I'm going to hold space for you to heal on your own. And if you need me a hundred percent, I'm here for you and I'm there to help you through that process. But I'm, I'm not here to, to do anything for you that you, A, you don't want to do and B, it's like I, I'm here to just allow you to work on yourself and me give you a side of maybe an energy that you don't have.
0: And that capability of holding space is what allows the feminine to come through. Exactly. exactly. what we're talking about here. And I love that because at work, like, I'm the boss. I make yeah. all the decisions. And it's like, it's nice and it's something important to me in relationships where it's like, I want to be able to lean back and know you're going to take care of things. And that I don't need to, like, be on and be doing things yeah. that I can just. And that's the big difference between masculine and feminine energy outside of the human aspect of it. It's masculine energy is do, and feminine energy is be. So it's like you're gonna do and you're gonna plan the things, and I'm gonna sit there and look pretty. And exactly. I'm
1: fine, yeah. Like I love I love taking charge of planning our dates. I love taking charge of deciding what we're doing for dinner. Um, of figuring out of what we're doing for the day, how we're going to go about it, what time we're going to be doing this granted. And like, it's never of like me bossing around or me of like, this is what we're doing. (laughs) It's like, Hey, you know, like, yeah, right. Like when we, when I plan dates, right. I love taking charge in that because that's my way of treating you and just allowing you to sit back, allowing you to just enjoy the day. Obviously, you know, I know your taste and I know what you like to do. So yeah. I, I always 100% keep that in mind when it comes to planning of the dates because at the end of the day, it's like that's my way of praising you. Yeah. I realize that you are a full woman and you're a boss. So it's like that's my way of being able to be like, hey, you know what? You just went through, you sold your program, you made X amount today. You know what? Let me treat you and tonight we're going to go to dinner and just be ready at this time. This is where, you know, or and then surprising you of where we're going to dinner that night. That's my way of praising you yeah. for all of your hard work, for you going out there and being, you know, a ma- having that masculine energy out there in the workforce. When you get off work, that's my time to step up and allow me to protect and provide for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love talking about this because I think this is the example. A lot of women need to see that There are still men out there that want to do that. And yeah. That are not only willing, but desire to put in that level of effort. And this is like we've talked about from the beginning and you're like, I love that. I can just do all these things for you and it's never too much. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, if anything, I can always take more. I'm like, I yeah. love that.
1: Well, I mean, that stems a lot from, and I mean, I don't know if we're going to talk about this later on or if this was a prompt later on, but I just wanted to be able to, it's what, it comes from my upbringing, right? Right. I mean, we talk about that all the time when it comes to my mom and my mom helping raise me, or not helping raise me, but raising me and teaching me of how to respect a woman, of how to treat a woman in the right way, of how to... You know, take care of your woman, and as a man, my dad even was able to teach me a lot of these almost pillars that I use in my quote masculine energy, and 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 it's a combination of both of the upbringing of that allows me to be a better partner and to be a better man for you. Yeah, shout out to your parents. Shout out to the parents. Big facts. They're the facts. They really are. Yeah, shout out. Hopefully my mom listens to this one day. Oh, That'd be great. Just send her the link. I definitely will. I Mama, you. I love you. Thank <laughs> you for raising a great man.
0: Yeah, uh, thank you, <laughs> Uh, Okay, I want to talk about the MJ experience.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, he laughs. I, so I don't think I told you this. My last podcast episode I recorded for the one that went live this weekend was... You are an experience. And mm. I talked about how, how I am an experience, as all women are, right? Absolutely. All women are an experience. They're not a label. And it's impossible impossible to define women in one statement. Yeah. Because it's an experience. And it's like, I always think when people spend time with me and then they leave. And let's say somebody asks, like, what's Michaela like? It's incredibly difficult to describe me in like one to two
1: sentences. Oh, 100%. Because it's an
0: MJ experience. Yeah. So, how is your MJ experience then?
1: Miraculous. <laughs> uh, extravagant. No. I'm uh, paying him to say this. Just yeah, kidding. right? Oh, <laughs> uh, shit, I can't read. The pen got off my hand. What does this say? What does it say? Uh, there no, are no. I, notes in the <laughs> I genuinely. Wow, the MJ experience It really has been awesome from the jump um, It's been life changing To be honest with you um, I love every second of it It's intoxicating um, I can't I can't describe mo- In more positive words Of just how Genuinely great it has been um, From everything From you Holding space For my emotions you allowing the autonomy you give me of me just you allowing me to be me um you doing things for me in ways that other people have never done for me um i'd be cooking, cooking <laughs> you'd be doing all sorts of stuff shoot um yeah like it's it's great um
0: it's hard to describe. It really is. Yeah,
1: because it's almost like I it's weird to say but it's almost I want to tell people, I don't know, you just have to be there. Yeah. And and I guess at your it's I love when you saying that it's an experience because at the end of the day it really is. You have to experience it. It's a level of energy, a level of magic like in all sense of the word that I I can't say that I've ever experienced before. Yeah. Um for me, yeah, I guess it's just extremely intoxicating. I feel every moment that I'm with you, I'm in a dream, or I'm in this daze that it's like, no, this isn't real. This, this is a, this is a movie. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna wake up one day. This is just a cheesy rom com. Rom com moments.
0: Yeah. We have
1: a lot of those. A lot of those. Um, but it's great. I, I think I really enjoy. I enjoy the space that you provide. I enjoy the fact that you you just allow me to be and feel like a whole man. Yeah. You you allow me to have my moments of you know being overly overly masculine. You know mm-hmm. when I'm in the car and you know a car cuts us off and decides oh to flip God. us off, and you allow me to have that little moment, right, where I feel like I'm like, yeah, you know what we'll fight and then yeah right (laughs) and then but like also you you also allow me to have this like experience to where if something upsets me or if if when I get home from work and work was just an annoying long day you just allow me to vent it out in a healthy space as well as not only like supporting me in my decisions and my choice of words that I decide to say of work or about work you also give me that sense of like that voice of reason yeah. of like yeah well babe also it could be this right oh it could be that and so you you allow me to not only have like really positive emotions but as well as like you allow me to and you hold space for me to have negative emotions yeah. and then you balance out with everything by just like giving me advice giving me like I don't wanna say guidance, but in a sense it is guidance because you kind of you give perspective. Perspective, thank you. Yeah, perspective is probably a different perspective. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing I really enjoy because granted like at the end of the day when I especially when I make decisions, allowing or giving me a different perspective definitely allows me to make decisions easier.
0: And I think that's the key with the partner is holding this space for them to experience the full range of emotions. And after that time has passed, from there you can offer solutions, you can offer perspective, you can offer advice when it's asked for. And that's something that I always enjoy. It's like, I let you have your moments, and then I'm like, sweetie pie. <laughs> fun. Sweet potato. Sweet potato. Sweet potato. I don't think that's what they were saying or doing. I'm like... I they know. were
1: on the phone. They, they weren't cussing you they, out.
0: They were not cussing you out in the car. They were on speakerphone.
1: They definitely were cussing me out, though. that's
0: the beauty of Bluetooth. We never know. We'll never know. <sighs> I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt that she was talking on the phone.
1: Listen, if you drive a blue Lexus in <laughs> the... West Los Angeles area, please contact us at your earliest convenience. You we need I'm to know whether or not. Over. Yeah, <laughs> I need to know whether or not you were on the phone or cussing at us for turning into the parking lot. I think you were cussing at us. She was on the I phone. wanted all the smoke. Yeah,
0: okay. You're not going to or fight a woman, anyways.
1: So. I would never. That's yeah. no zero chance. Yeah. Zero chance of okay. that.
0: <laughs> so, what do you think? Are some of the biggest differences between dating
1: a high value woman and dating a girl? Mm. Because
0: we always talk about little boys versus men. Yeah. But I want to
1: know your experience. Mm, Dating a full woman. So my dad always told me this that behind every strong man is an even stronger woman. Um. So I fully believe that. I fully like I like I look at my parents, right? And I see my dad as an extremely strong man. He's always provided for the household, like especially for us as kids, right? Like I remember every single year, no matter what, like I remember we lived in this one bedroom apartment. It was three of us. It was me, my dad, and my sister. Um one Christmas we come home and there's this little Charlie Brown tree and underneath the tree there was a bunch of presents, right? Or not a bunch, but like at least like two or three for each of us. It was fantastic. Still to this day, it's one of my warmest Christmas memories. And I think of like the fact of like my dad has always provided. It's been fantastic. Love it. And especially when my mom came into the picture quick background story when I say my mom I reference my stepmom who is my mom but not biologically uh-huh. but emotionally and spiritually my mom, oh, yeah, mom. my mom yeah, yeah. all so, the
0: stepmoms listening are gonna love that love that absolutely <laughs> shout
1: out to all the stepmoms um you guys are the goats. yeah so when my mom came into the picture right I was able to see of how a strong woman elevates even more a strong man And how she was able to push him to go farther in his career Go farther in his spirituality Go farther just as a man and a father Being able to provide more and protect more Um, So for me, I always feel like Now dating a strong and full woman For me is only going to elevate me as a man um, you, you push me forward in ways that no one has ever pushed me. You allow me to be a full man. And so there's a huge difference between dating a woman and dating a girl. Um, I think like emotionally uh, night and day differences, because for example, you I mean, granted, you do, but, like, if I'm on my phone, you're not asking me, oh, what are you doing on your phone? What is that? What are you doing? What is this? What's going on here? Uh, If I say, you know, babe, I want to go to this festival. Okay, cool. Enjoy. Have a good time. Uh Come see me afterwards. Yeah. Cool. Great. You allow me to have autonomy, and there's that level of trust. Uh There's the different levels of conversations that we have. Uh You and I aren't just talking about materialistic or surface level things we're talking about what we think about our future what we see within ourselves individually and as a couple within five years where we want to be financially Mm -hmm. where we want to be in our careers how you push me forward in my career how you push me forward financially how you give me opportunities in yeah, opportunities to grow in all of those categories. Um, so, it's a night and day difference. It's something that, at least for me, has shown the big difference between dating a woman and dating a girl. Yeah. Is just the different level of connection that we have. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I mean every word that I say when I when I give you my love affirmation for you every day. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's a different type of connection that i feel deep internally yeah. um like i i mean it and i feel it when i say that i love you with my soul yeah. um and that's something that i really do feel is a big difference between dating a girl or dating a, a woman mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of big differences <laughs> it's yeah I, the list is endless to be honest with you
0: like your love for me
1: absolutely
0: (laughs) yeah ladies also don't settle because mr i almost said your name again mystery man has a full love affirmation he tells me like three times a day it's memorized it is from the very first time you told me that was something that really shocked me i was like no way is he gonna remember this
1: yeah no i say it to you every Every single day day. every day
0: like how do you have that memorized
1: because i mean it it's not something that was ever... Did you script it? No. Before you said it? A hundred percent not. On the fly, Literally the on time. the fly. The very first time. And... are
0: going to want to know what it is. You don't have to tell them.
1: <laughs> I'll say it because I genuinely mean it. Yeah. Every single day, every single day, I will mm. always tell you that I love you with all of my heart. I love you unconditionally. I love you with my mind, my body, and my soul. I'm gonna love you all of this lifetime. And all of the next. Forever and ever, baby.
0: Rubs and ass. Don't settle,
1: ladies.
0: <laughs> find you a man that has a speech.
1: Yeah, every I day. Well, <laughs> because again, like it's one of those things that I don't feel it doesn't. It never has felt forced, right? Yeah. It's never felt forced. It's never felt rushed. It's always felt like this is a natural thing that I want to tell you. Yeah. Um, I feel like oftentimes, and this goes back to what we were talking about, how men don't get in touch with their emotions, um, that men don't tell their women enough every single day the amount that they mean to them. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> like, I feel, like, I tell you that on a regular basis, like, three times before 10 a.m. Yeah. Like.
0: At, it's at least three times a
1: day. At least. Minimum three yeah. times a day, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And. The whole thing. The whole thing. And I, and I oftentimes even feel like I don't tell you enough. Yeah. Like, I should be telling you more. Um, once an hour. At least once <laughs> an hour. But I just feel because that's the amount that you genuinely mean to me that I feel like I should be telling you that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when I tell you that, that's a reminder to myself of why I push forward Mm -hmm. through a lot of things. That's another thing of why, you know, that's a point to be made about the behind every strong man is a strong woman. Because as a strong man, I feel like I get motivation through having a strong woman. I get inspired when I see you grinding and when I see you putting in numbers, Mm -hmm. putting numbers on the board, for me, it's like, well, damn, if you're doing it, then I should be doing the same shit. If not, I should be providing more. Mm -hmm. I should be giving more to you. Right. And so it's, it's that motivation of like, wow, I feel if you're doing, if you're doing, you know, three pointers, I need to be hitting half court shots if you're doing this and I need to be doing 10 times that yeah. because I want to be, if, if I see that you're doing it, then I want to be giving you more than that yeah. because it's always of like, what am I bringing to the table? Mm-hmm. What can I give you that you're not giving yourself? Yep. Um, and you tell yourself all the time, you have positive affirmations for yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. So as a man, I want to be giving you more affirmations. I want to be giving you more support. Yeah. I want to be giving you more praises because at that point, then I'm giving you something that you're not already giving yourself. And if you are, then I'm giving you more of it. I'm flooding your gates with it. Yeah, it's
0: like a, it's above and beyond Absolutely. energy and yep. effort. You match. You're always matching me where I'm at, and then you want to take it a step further. Yeah. So it's never like, uh, okay, she's doing three pointers. Like I need to do better. It's like no, I need to match. And
1: well, yeah, yeah, that that's a better way it. I should have phrased it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. yeah. It's always matching your energy. I've yeah. said that from the jump. Yeah. It's like I always want to match your energy. Yeah. I always want to be there to be able to to give you what you give me right and you tell me in more ways than one of how much you love me Mm -hmm. and so that daily and hourly affirmation that I give you is just the the, in my opinion the basics of Mm -hmm. what I can be doing for you
0: And I think going back to this conversation of dating a high-value woman versus a girl, a lot of the things you're saying are results from me being a confident woman. And that's like you've always told me Mm -hmm. is like I really love and appreciate how confident you are because it's like when two people who are fully confident in themselves come together, everything elevates. And it's like... When, and we've had this conversation before in several different ways. It's like you have to be fully comfortable with yourself, and then of course, you're going to be comfortable with other people expressing their emotions and holding space for them because it's like you're not sitting there with somebody and they're crying and you're like, ew, emotion, and you're uncomfortable, oh, right? No. So, I think a huge difference between a girl and a high value woman is that layer of confidence and that's why there is the trust and the mm-hmm. autonomy and the almost no questions asked yeah. other than genuine interest of like, oh, what's this about? Why yeah. do you why are you excited? What are you most excited about? What's your intention for it? Blah blah blah. It's from a genuine place Because I'm fully confident in myself, in you, and in us. And that's a huge difference that, and this goes both ways, men and women, people of high value hold themselves in a high regard. And that comes from confidence.
1: 100%. And the confidence that you have gives me confidence, Mm -hmm. right? Because I always love, genuinely love the confidence that you carry yourself with. I love that you have such a high level of it because when we walk around, right, when we walk places, you know you're getting looks. Yeah. You know that people are staring at you. Always. And you the way you carry yourself is such a high level of like, yeah, it's great. And so for me, it's like, well, if you're, if you're that confident, then I have nothing to worry about. And it gives me confidence then. Mm-hmm. it also, I said this the other day, you also bring a huge sense of calmness to me. Yeah. You bring a huge sense of this, like, you tell me I, I give stability to you, mm-hmm. but its I, I oftentimes think that you give the same amount of stability to me. When I start thinking wildly, mm-hmm. you always bring me back down and ground me to keep me stable, to keep me focused on what... You know, millionaire...
0: Au- oh, we almost dropped a name. Oh. Millionaire Mystery Man. Millionaire Mystery Man <laughs> would
1: say or would think. Wow. Okay, you're, the, you're, done. Done. you're, you're done. done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> that was a close one. Yeah, wow. i have to chop it out. Yeah, you <laughs> might have... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I... I millionaire always- Mystery Man. Millionaire mystery man, I always love when you allow, and you ask me that. What would millionaire What would millionaire mystery man <laughs> in five, six, seven, ten years from now would he really be giving energy to this now, or would yep. he be laughing at it? Yeah. And so you give me that sense of stability, and you give me that sense of grounding mm-hmm. that I really need. Yeah, we all need. Yeah.
0: That's a OGMJ concept is like, what would my next level self do? And that's like, I'm asking myself in every single moment and it's very apparent because I'm always like, I'm very intentional about everything I do, as you know, yeah. and I'm constantly thinking, okay, like what would next level Michaela be doing? Millionaire Michaela would do this. She would eat that. I really think through everything in that light, and that's something I've been able to share with you when you're wrapped up in moments, and I'm like, okay, you in five years would not be reacting like this. So yeah. I, I sit there, and I'm like, have your moment.
1: And I'm like, <laughs> babe. <laughs> Baby? Sweet potato? Sweet, so sweetie little, pie? My little
0: sweet potato pie. In five years would we be having this conversation? you're like, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Also, for the record, she doesn't call me Sweet Potato or Sweetie Pie.
0: I've called you Sweet Potato once. You've
1: called me Sweet Potato once, but it's definitely not a nickname.
0: Oh, it's going to be a nickname now. Okay. Okay. The girls snow. The girls (laughs) Okay, and to shift gears a bit, we're going to talk about manifesting. We're going to talk about manifesting each other. If you feel like you manifested me, and if So, how do you feel like you manifested me?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, definitely from learning from past experiences, uh, learning from past relationships, knowing of what I didn't want in a relationship, learning of what I really wanted in a relationship, um, but then also just growing up, and seeing other relationships, and knowing what I didn't want in a in my future life partner, yeah. and knowing what I did want in my life partner in the future, mm-hmm. um, you check off every box that I ever wanted in a life partner. Mm-hmm. You have strong morals. You have a strong work ethic. You have a good head on your shoulders, you have all of these emotional and spiritual attributes that I've always wanted in a life partner, um, you know, the plot twist is, you know, you're a white girl <laughs> from Nebraska, yeah. that I didn't, I didn't expect to ever, ever have that, mm-hmm. um, I, I think, I definitely manifested you through wanting to have a healthy relationship that I feel confident will last a lifetime. Yeah. And I a hundred percent feel that with you, which is why I say that in, you know, that love affirmation that I tell you every day is like, I know that I'm going to love you all of this lifetime Mm -hmm. and all of the next, um, because I know that these are things that I feel deep down in my soul that I want and make me feel complete um, in the relationship. So it's more of learning from my past, learning from others' experiences Mm -hmm. that really allowed me to manifest and generate you. Yeah,
0: definitely. And that checks out with the manifestation process that I teach. And even as my listeners know, we just did an episode last week about manifesting Michaela, where I walk them through the steps, my manifesting process, um, while I'm manifesting in real time. And obviously I was talking about Italy and our trip, but the first step is clarity and know yeah. what you want. And I always talk about the less positive experiences we have in life. What is this meant to teach us, show us, and if you can't think of anything, at minimum, it's showing you what you don't want. Exactly. And to always flip that around and take it as a learning experience.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. Knowing of what I didn't want in a relationship helped me highlight what I wanted in my future relationships. Yep. Um... It's kind of like, right, with a job. With a job, I feel like you should always be leveling up every job that you leave. If you're leaving one job for a next, there needs to be something that you're leveling up towards. And in a relationship, you should almost, and it it might sound bad to say, but you should be leveling up Mm -hmm. until you reach that ultimate level of... This is a life partner. This yeah. is someone that I want to continue to spend the rest of my life with right. and continue to be around. Like, I can confidently say I'm fully obsessed with you. I yeah. love spending time with you, which has allowed me to see that, well, I, this is what I want in a life partner. Mm-hmm. I want to constantly spend my time with you. I want to be around you. I see the positive attributes that you bring to my life. I see the positive changes that you that you have had in my life yeah i see who you are as a person and as a woman so why would i not want to have that in my life
0: yeah thousand percent yeah and i feel like that really plays into my second step of the manifesting process which is how does it feel you know yeah. we are even talking about this with uh discussing one of the questions that somebody submitted about manifesting a dream home and i was explaining like you need to tap into that feeling of what if X, Y, and Z was already done, secured, you know, all yeah. your ducks are in a row, and it's like, you spending time with me, and you seeing that the value I bring into your life makes you feel some type of way, which just makes it even more enticing, because it's like, you're obsessed with being around me, and you're obsessed with how you feel around 100%, me. A hundred
1: percent, Yeah.
0: And I think that's really important and everybody listening, whether you're in a relationship where you're not, that's something you can tap into of one, just having that clarity. Even if you're already in the relationship, there's always going to be ways that you can uplevel your relationship. Even ones that you've been in, doesn't matter how short or how long, but having that clarity again and then tapping back into or into for the first time how do you want to feel with this person yeah and i would agree when it comes to manifesting you that that was something i heavily heavily relied on coming from some different types of relationships in the past <laughs> and thinking about okay the next relationship i want to have i want to feel like i can fully be myself i want to feel like I can be all sides of myself and that I feel safe and that I don't feel judged. I don't feel restricted, right? So, like, taking some of the experiences I had and flipping them around. And we've talked about this, but I definitely accidentally manifested you. uh, I was not looking for a relationship and I genuinely (laughs) thought it. I genuinely thought I was going to be single for like, quite a long time and then you were like yeah that's cute <laughs> yeah
1: it's you and I were talking about this yeah. of if not in this podcast then mm-hmm. definitely in the next one or in future we definitely will have to talk about our origin stories yeah. because you were not looking for a relationship no. when we first met up I yeah. remember even asking you and putting you on the hot seat <laughs> of so, what are you looking for?
0: I literally, after that FaceTime, you guys, just some inside girl talk, we hung up the phone. I immediately FaceTimed Caleb, of course. And I'm like, yo, he asked my, like, worst nightmare question. <laughs> what are you looking for in a partner? And I was like, whoa. like, whoa, whoa, I just whoa. want to read that too, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> why are you wow. asking me these questions? <laughs> yeah. But I accidentally manifested you, and not accidentally, but after I had had my breakup, which a lot of you guys know about that I've checked about on here. After I had my breakup, I actually took time to reflect and think about the things that I wanted in my next relationship, and things like values and attributes I wanted in my future partner, and I wrote a whole list. And this is something that Mystery Man and I reference and talk about often, is that he marks off every single one of those things on the list. Like, that was something that really scared me about you.
1: Do you care to share some of those oh my, qualities? I don't, have,
0: I don't have my journal with me.
1: Oh, because you don't it's know the, any off the top of your head?
0: <laughs> some of the things I had written down is that I wanted I wanted to feel safe, protected, provided for. Like, I wanted to feel like I could fully be in my feminine, which required finding a divine masculine man i wanted somebody who was family focused and i wanted somebody who was loyal extremely respectful cared about emotional intelligence like i had a i have you guys literally it's a full page
1: wanted to take dance classes
0: yeah i wanted to take dance classes i wanted i wanted to be able to have a serious conversation and then laugh our asses off and then cry and then get in the (laughs) car and like listen to like music and then like we go lay at the beach and like frolic in the water and it was that would be like a normal afternoon like I wanted something like that where it was fine to be all these different sides and I didn't have to just be one way and that's exactly how we are (laughs)
1: literally we listen to Let's see, we'll listen to Blueface mm-hmm. on the way to Nick's on Beverly. Yeah. And just up for yeah. Dressed up for a nice dinner. Yeah, dressed up for a
0: nice dinner. Listening to schoolboy Q. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shout out to
1: Crash Talk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I so I'd written this full list. And this is a an exercise I give my clients oftentimes. It's like when you're thinking about your dream partner, what, what is that? What does that include? And for me, I didn't include physical aspects to that because I'm very open in that sense. And I think the only physical thing I put down is that they cared about their health and fitness. And I remember you telling me, okay, he's flexing uh, <laughs> I remember the first time you told me about all the wellness shots that you take every day at uh, work. And I was like, oh my god. Like, okay, he cares about health and wellness.
1: <laughs> all the wellness shots. Yeah. The, uh, the bike rides. Yeah, he's a biker. Yeah. Cyclist, not a biker. Same thing. Totally different. All right. One wears leather, the other one wears, you know, spandex
0: we take our vitamins every day
1: vitamins every day
0: yeah really big on water over here
1: yes gallon of water Uh
0: yeah yeah so the only physical attribute i had put on my list is that they cared about health and wellness because that's a huge part of my life is fitness and so i think it was important to me to find somebody who was meeting me where i was at like on the same level and sling you and i have talked about a million times it's like It's so easy for us because we have the same morals, we have the same priorities, we have the same beliefs, we have the same values, and we have shared goals and visions for life. And um, a concept that I feel I have learned
1: throughout our
0: relationship, and uh, maybe you agree, maybe you disagree, but is the com- the
1: no compromise concept.
0: 100%. I always had heard in relationships there's going to be compromise. I feel like with us there's no compromise.
1: Well, because it's not even that there's no compromise cuz that makes it seem as if we don't agree or and it's like if anything we fully agree, we yeah. fully we fully align. Yeah. All of my morals and my beliefs stand with yours and vice yeah. versa. There's not anything, whether that's going down, talking about physical attributes, like not necessarily physical attributes of what we find like attractive, but physical of like we both are into making sure that we're physically healthy, physically sound and physically like present. Mm -hmm. We both make sure that we're emotionally sound, emotionally present when it comes to things like spirituality. We both align on that. When it comes to politics, we align on that. We align on things that a lot of couples, at least that we both have seen, right, that a lot of people tend to be, well, we'll agree to disagree. And you and I just agree that we agree on pretty much everything. The only thing we don't agree upon is the fact that I know good comedy and you don't. And the for office The, is the bad. Office is hilarious. It's so the bad. office is hilarious. That's the only thing that we agree to disagree on is that I know good comedy by knowing that no. The Office is a great quality no. show and you disagree because you don't know comedy television. And that's okay. I get it. I get it. It's no. okay. No, it's okay.
0: Not everyone can
1: have good taste, like. I name. know you I say, "See, that's the only thing." Okay, you know what? We're not going to go <laughs> on this tangent. This is a that's a whole other podcast. A whole whole other podcast. But you and I—that's one thing that I think makes everything so easy for us—is there is no compromise. There's yeah. nothing of that you don't believe in mm-hmm. that I don't either support or believe in with you. Yep. And I think that's something like. I don't necessarily have to fully go and fully believe, right? Like, if you... Uh, no, I do fully believe and we do fully agree upon everything. But I was going to... Like, it's more of, like, it's easy for me to support everything that you do and yeah. everything that you believe because I agree and, you mm-hmm. know, I, I believe in the same things. Right. Um. So there's just none of that, this, like, meaning halfway. Yeah. It's more of just, like, well... We're on the same page. We're on the same page when it comes to all of that. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about on the same page when it comes to beliefs. We're talking on the same page when it comes to, like, thought processes, morals, standards, and cornerstones that we base ourselves upon, right? Like, you fully support and agree everything that I view about family. Mm -hmm. I personally believe my family... And everything always is a very big, important pillar and cornerstone in a foundation of who I am, yep. right? I've openly talked about my parents, about the strong foundation that they give me, mm-hmm. how my siblings are very important, even my extended family as nieces and nephews, yep. how the importance of them, how they are to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you fully, A, agree and support all of my beliefs in that way. Um, same thing when it comes to spirituality, same thing when it comes to our masculine, feminine energy that we bring to the table, we both agree upon that, you know, we won't get into politics, but we even agree upon like our, our political beliefs. Yeah. Um, you know, we both believe in just what is the right thing. Um, at least for us. Yeah i don't believe in right or wrong but well yeah
0: you know what i mean yeah yeah and i really love that that there's no element of these hard compromises where i feel like in a lot of relationships i've seen it almost comes across as like somebody's giving up part of themselves or part of what they want for the other person and maybe that is for some people but it's it's not for us, and so I think that's something I want to mention for anybody who's single, and they are like, "Oh well, I kind of like this person, but I feel like I have to give up this side of me." Like you don't.
1: No, absolutely you do not. Do not have
0: to settle because there is somebody out there that's like your perfect match, your perfect fit. And even my friend Lauren, after meeting you, was like, "You guys are such a perfect fit. It's nauseating." And it's <laughs> like yeah. that's how it should be, almost, you know. And I think that's the power of manifestation and when you're super clear about what you want that's what you're gonna get you know the list I wrote for my dream partner it's a whole page long and I've read the list to you yeah. you've seen it I also have a list that the listeners you guys know about my like top 10 things I wanted in a partner that Caleb and I talked about on the podcast a year ago and like you match all of that as well and so my advice for everybody listening is be as specific as possible when it comes to manifesting your person and not so much in the physical ways because you might find somebody who's physically different yeah but in the morals and when you are looking for a soulmate type relationship you need to make sure that like the morals the priorities the belief systems match up because then you're genuinely going to be with somebody who sees you for who you are and gets you and i think the more you can know that about yourself the easier it is to attract that person because you always attract what you are and basic law of attraction like attracts like and i think that's something that the reason why I say I accidentally manifested you, because I wasn't looking for a relationship. I was really solely focused on myself, and I was so in my own energy, I manifested somebody who's exactly like me, you <laughs> Yeah,
1: know? 100%. And I love that. I think that's something that, again, it allows, I hope I don't continue on in repetition, but... It's what allows you and I to just absolutely flow. Yeah. Um, it allows us to take strides in a short amount of time within our relationship. It allows us to to grow so comfortably and so naturally that it's like, well, yeah, because we're one in the same. Yeah. You know, I always say sooner or later we'll be finishing each other's.
0: Oh, my God. We're not doing
1: sandwiches. She'll say it one day.
0: Hmm, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. You and your The Office comedy.
1: I'm just telling you The Office is good quality stuff. I'm
0: gonna make a poll on my Instagram story.
1: The Office
0: The day this goes live you guys, go to my Insta story and vote. Are you on Mystery Man's side or are you on MJ's side?
1: Is The Office good quality comedy or... As Miss Michaela likes to say, it is forced comedy. It is forced. It's not forced comedy. comedy. It's so good.
0: Anyways. (laughs) So that's how I feel like I manifested. Yeah. I was just really clear about what I wanted and I was so wrapped up. And this is the other half of it. Like, I was so wrapped up in myself and. And making myself feel the way that I wanted a partner to make me feel. Because I think that's where a lot of people tend to go wrong in relationships is they base their happiness on their partner. And Mm. your happiness is on you. Like, if I'm having a bad day, I never expect you to make me feel better. Of course, we want to make each other feel better. We want to do things to improve that. But at the end of the day, like, it's my job to make myself happy and feel better because it's a choice and people look for partners and external circumstances to fill that void and i was so wrapped up in giving myself those feelings and making myself feel the way i wanted a partner to make me feel that i just ended up attracting somebody at that high level or high caliber and i think that's the almost the hack here it's like are you are you being the partner that you want this concept goes both ways. Even if you're already in a relationship, if you want your partner to start treating you differently or you want maybe more attention or more love or more effort, it starts showing yourself that and your partner, I hope, will rise to the challenge. Hopefully. That's the goal. But you should always focus on curating stuff from within. And something I've talked about before with us is that I feel that the woman, the woman's energy guides the dynamic of the relationship. And so it's like, all right, well, if I want something different, then I need to change my energy about it. And then the things you do will change.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I do. I fully agree that the woman or the feminine energy will always control Mm -hmm. the control the relationship. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the at the end of the day, the feminine energy is always going to be in charge, yeah. right? And yeah, always going to be the state of being. Yeah. yeah. And it's well, it's always going to be the state of being. It's always going to be I personally think the voice of reason mm-hmm. it's always going to be the sense of grounding. Yeah. Um yeah. So with all of that, What has your been, or what has been your experience, and how have you, like, how has been being with me allowed you to form that? And in what ways do you think that you hold charge within the relationship? Mm.
0: I'm being interviewed now. Roles reverse. My experience dating mystery man. My favorite thing about dating you is that I never feel like I'm too much, ever.
1: Never too much for the right person. Exactly.
0: And I might have moments where I'm like, oh, maybe that was too much. Or I'll have, like, thoughts about it or, like, random, like, insecurities. But then I just remind myself that that's never the truth. Or you'll remind me. Um, But I never, I hardly ever feel that way because... You just so openly accept all the parts of me and I feel you create a space that makes me so comfortable to be myself and that was the shocking thing when we first started to get to know each other was like, oh my God, and I'm like telling this man so many things about my life and I'm like, I have not even known him that long. What, why is this happening? Um, it's just that you have such a, you say that I'm calling for you, but like you have such a calming presence for me. And having that person to get to lean on changes a lot of things. And I always tell you that, like, you bring stability to my life because, like, I'm like water. I just want to flow and do things how I want to do them. I don't work well with authority. I don't work well being told what to do. I like to do my own thing. And it's nice knowing that I have you to fall back on or to lean on when I'm like, yeah, I'm just kind of, like, wiggling around. I don't really know what's going on. Please help me figure out what's going on you're always there and and again that's never too much for you. Yeah. Or I felt like in the past, in past relationships I've had that was too much for certain people or that would get them overwhelmed and I'm like, "Oh, but I feel like this is kind of a bare minimum thing for the type of man I want to be with. Why do I feel that way? I never feel that way with you. I can just very easily be myself." And that's really fun. Yeah. I feel like we just have a lot of fun together. Yeah. It's like we're partners, we're in this together. We can lean on each other, but we also have fun. And the way I described you to my friends almost immediately was like, oh, it's like hanging out with a best friend, mm-hmm. where it's fun, you trust them, you feel safe, you can have a good time. You can lean on that.
1: Yeah. See, and I, I oftentimes feel like that's how I can step up as a better man is always of just, you know, it's the... Uh, I'm gonna slaughter the saying, but it's the the wider the issues, the broader the shoulders, Mm. and so it's more of just like if you come to me with an issue or something going on, that's where I'm able to take it on and find a solution for you, right? Like, do they know about your moving? Mm -hmm. So when it came to like the moving situation and it was like, Oh, well, I don't know what we're going to do about this Airbnb. At the end of the day, I was like, you know what? Pack up all your stuff, get the dogs. You're coming to my house. Yeah. And it was kind of like, at that point, I, we didn't know how we were going to solve everything. But at the end of the day, it was like, you know what? Let me just take care of this. This yeah. is what we're going to do. Um, and that was where you allowed me to step up and, take charge and take on the challenge of, Hey, you know what? I can handle this. Let's, let's rock out together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I really love that. And also another thing that I've gained from the mystery man experience is some of your habits you have that I've picked up on, like really healthy ones. And this is something I noticed very quickly is you're a very expressive person. Like, give me a hundred speeches a day telling me how you feel about me and just i don't know i just remember especially in the thick of all the moving stuff i would voice note you i'm like i'm crying i'm in my car i'm driving here this is the plan i'm a wreck but we're we're, we're doing okay and you would just send me these voice notes while you were at work be like i'm so proud of you you're doing so well you're like <laughs> just like so many words of affirmation and that changed the way that i interact. with people in my life like my friends I immediately notice that I will tell my friends I'm proud of them and I will text my friends certain messages being like hey you're on my mind yeah I think you're doing amazing I love you I'm thinking of you whatever it's because you're so expressive that that rubbed off on me yeah so being around you makes me a more loving person And that's been really beneficial for me because as most listeners know, because I've talked about this before, I have no water in my birth chart. I can, I can turn my emotions on and off like a light switch. And that's why I have to do so many bath rituals, be by the ocean often because if I'm not in your water, like I just, I just become cold and not in a mean way, but it's just kind of like, I'm just detached. And so constantly being around somebody who's very loving reminds me to open up in that way and again you create this feeling of being safe and that I'm never too much so that reminds me that oh well same thing for my friends it's not going to be too much for them when I give them words of affirmation and show them affection
1: yeah yeah I I mean for me that stems from a lot of different, different things I view my upbringing and my childhood as oftentimes there was There was a very big life lesson that I learned early on was we're not promised tomorrow. So what are you doing today? And for me, I always want people to know if this is my last day on earth, you're going to know exactly how you felt or exactly how I felt about you. You're going to know, hey, I appreciate every little thing that you do. I am proud of you. I think that you're doing great just on the flip side you're going to know I think you're an asshole I think you're this I don't like you yeah you're gonna know both sides so I think it's just being open and honest and being comfortable about being open and honest so when I tell you and when I was telling you like hey I'm very proud of you and all of your hard work it's because it was like I don't care if A million people are telling you Or if I'm the only one telling you I just want to make sure that I tell you I'm proud of you You're doing a good job And I think that I think that as a man That's something that I feel like we should be doing Not only for our partner But also for our friends For our family We need to be more expressive Emotions don't need to always be kept in And, you know, this, this kind of circles back to the very first point that we were talking about, about masculinity Mm -hmm. and about not being in touch with your emotions. It's like, don't be afraid to express your emotions. Don't be afraid to show when you're sad. Don't be afraid to show when you're feeling upset, upset in a healthy way. Um, Don't be afraid to show when you're happy, to show when you're proud of your friends To tell your friends you love them. To tell your friends you appreciate them. To tell your friends you're proud of them. Like, make sure that they know that. Um, And that's, especially like you as my partner, as my girlfriend, that's something that I always want you to know. I always want you to know how much I love you. I always want you to know how proud of you I am. Because not only that, that's also my way of showing you I see you. Yeah. I see the hard work that you put in. I see the dedication. I see those, like, right? Everyone always sees the tip of the iceberg of all the success, but yeah. they don't see the 11 or 12 o'clock at night podcasts yeah. that we do or that you do. They don't see the editing hours that you put in. They don't see the constant times that you're – having to do emails or how readily available you are to that, how readily available you make yourself to yeah. those around you. And so that's just where I step in as a partner of being able to tell you, I'm proud of you. I think you're doing amazing. Like all those things, it's like, that's where I step up and I should be telling you more often that you're doing a great job. Um, words of affirmation are always very big. Um, it's a love language that I love to express as well as receive, but it's one of the ways that like, you know, like I said, that I express my love mm-hmm. is by telling you that you do a great job by, by supporting you in all of those ways. Yeah,
0: definitely. And that's something that you've taught me in the duration of our relationship and it's kind of funny because I remember one of our initial FaceTimes and I posed the question of what's your love language or yeah. what a FaceTime we were texting and uh, I was watching Twilight in the bath uh we were talking about love languages and you were like oh what's yours and i was like all five <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i ge- like I genuinely i have of course like top two but genuinely i don't feel loved unless i'm receiving all five and yeah. as we've discussed earlier in the podcast like gifts are less important to me but the other four like i need constantly to genuinely yeah. feel loved and i remember telling you that and you were just like yeah cool great like that's awesome but one thing I have had to learn, one thing that I've gotten from the Mystery Man experience is I have to be ready to receive that too. Yeah. And something you told me a lot in the beginning is you're like, don't fight the feelings. Don't fight the don't feelings.
1: Don't fight the feelings. I'm yeah. Like,
0: okay, I'm, I'm fighting. I'm fighting. <laughs> I'm fighting. Yeah,
1: you're throwing jabs.
0: Um, but <laughs> I put up a good fight, right?
1: Not, yeah, really. not, really. not really. Not really. No. They were cute. They were <laughs> definitely cute, for sure.
0: The moral of the story here is you used to tell me don't fight the feelings all the time. And I think that's something, the reason why a lot of people struggle with words of affirmation. They're afraid to say what they, how they're feeling because they're afraid of being hurt or for whatever reason. And because of that, we end up pushing a lot of things away. And we create so much resistance in general, which clogs up our energy field, but it also creates so much resistance in your body and extra yeah. pressure in your muscles. And so you just become unwell when you're pushing all that away. So that's something that I have learned. I've learned so many different things from the Mystery Man experience. Um, and I noticed where I would like be really resistant because, again, I wasn't looking for a relationship and it just like, kind of all happened. I was pushing a lot of things away. You're like, don't fight the feelings. And I'm like, I'm fighting the feelings. I'm stubborn. And then I'm like, oh, wait. Well, like my body is sore for absolutely no reason. I wonder why. I'm creating all this extra resistance. And that's not a pattern I'm available to have in my life because I do so many things energetically. So it's like, great. If you... And also, like, when you say you want something, you need to be prepared to receive it. So when I sit there and tell you, hey... My love language is every single one of them. Like, I need to be prepared to receive that. And I think a lot of people aren't or they don't think they can genuinely have it. And so they create this resistance or then they end up in a relationship that's very lackluster because they don't think it's something they can have. So I've learned in two different ways from the love language conversation, really, of like... I, if I say I want something, I need to be open to receiving it, and then part two of that is genuinely be open to receiving it. And it's okay to be a little guarded. And It's okay to slowly open up to people, of course, because you want to give people a good read. But if it's somebody that you feel safe and comfortable around and protected by, you need to be. You need to give them the courtesy of being open to things.
1: Hundred percent into a conversation almost of, like, being emotionally available as well. Absolutely. Yeah, like, being emotionally available, that's that's a big compliment that you gave me at the very Mm -hmm. beginning of us. Before we were even in a relationship, that was just a compliment you gave me while we were getting to know each other was that you enjoyed that I was emotionally available, um... And for me that's a big deal going into a relationship because at least I I went in no not knowing that I wanted a relationship but knowing that I was open to the idea and the concept of a relationship and I was ready for it. Yeah. I think that was one of the things that I I, I oftentimes think that that people will go into relationships or go in thinking, "Oh, I'm ready," but not fully accepting whether or not they are or are not ready to be in a relationship. Yeah. Um, And you have to be honest with yourself uh, and really in touch with yourself in order to understand, yeah, I'm ready to be in this relationship. Okay, I'm not ready to give give myself and to give this other person 100% of myself. Yeah,
0: it's the willingness to be honest with yourself and also the respect you have for the other person yeah that was a conversation i had with myself when we were getting to know each other where i was like okay i can tell this person definitely has feelings for me and i can feel that i'm developing these feelings and i was like i don't know if i'm ready for this and then i had to sit down and be like listen there's two options here it's decide to open up and be emotionally available to this happening or you need to communicate that that's not the direction you're going because you you need to respect that other person and not lead them on i think that's something that gets kind of messy nowadays in dating it's like people are getting let on and intentions are elsewhere yep and one thing you and i really nail is communication and i think the even the emotional availability thing was never something we had really talked about on my end, but it was a conversation I was willing to have myself. And then obviously I decided, okay, I'm going to be open to this and that's how we're going to move forward. But it's like, you have to be open to have those conversations. You need to be emotionally available going into relationships. And that is on both parties.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. Spectrum. It's a two way street. Everything has to be equal sides. You have to be emotionally ready and I have to be emotionally ready. Yeah. And that doesn't
0: mean that things need to be perfect.
1: Yeah. Nobody
0: needs to be perfectly healed. No. Because that's just not reasonable. And that's not, like, that's not realistic. You're always going to be working on things and healing things. Of course. But one thing you have told me before is that you're like, well, I'm going to show you that, like, real love heals you.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I and I've said this in the past of just, like, where other people and others have hurt you... Yeah. That is an opportunity for me to show you that my love and our love will help you with that. Yeah. It's an opportunity for me to show you that, like, hey, I understand Joe Schmo in the back, or you know, and you know, in the past, may have you know done you wrong in this way, but I'm going to show you that a I'm not going to do that to you, but also that that's not a norm. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing is, like, just making sure that it's, like, I show you what something or someone else has done in the past is not the norm. Yeah. And that's not something that should be happening in a healthy relationship. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Never settle.
1: Never settle.
0: Never settle.
1: Never settle. Mm-hmm. And just, like, always, and, 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 again, it, a lot of what I say just circles back but it's back to that, like, I also want to allow you to have your own time to heal. Yeah. In no way, shape, or form do I ever come in and, like, I need you to be perfect and fully yeah. put together. It's like, hey, if you if you come and you say that, you know, you have some scars, great. I'm going to love you for those scars. Yeah. I'm going to love you for whatever things that you, someone may have done in the past I'm going to continue to give you love. And I'm going to continue to give you all the love that I can give because at the end of the day, that's what's going to allow you to feel more comfortable to heal yourself. And uh, and then the more that you heal yourself, the more that you're willing to give in the relationship, which then pushes me forward in the relationship and pushes me forward individually.
0: Exactly. And that goes both ways, you know. It's like... Exactly. Holding space for yep. you to heal and change things. Absolutely. So, so important. And I think it circles back to our conversation about confidence. Yep. It's like when you're confident even with your scars of like hey this is what i'm coming in with yeah that's why communication and honesty is so important because like we knew what we signed up for a hundred percent put it all out on the line we're like hey this is where i'm at and this is my past and this is where i am and this is where i'm going and this is the identity that i choose to have right now take it or leave it yeah right and when both parties are that open equally and that willing to hold space for each other, even when things are messy or there are unhealed parts, like you can be truly successful in a relationship.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's, that's probably, you know, t- to re answer the question about the MJ experience. That's something that I have genuinely loved and taken away from it is you, I, it, cause I definitely came with my own baggage and my own scars that you allowed me to have that space and allowed me to feel safe and comfortable to where I could heal and I could work on myself and I could be openly vulnerable and be like, wow, you know what? These are issues that I have dealt with and things that I have felt in the past that you allow me to feel safe, that you allow me to feel comfortable enough to heal from them, push forward, which allows me to give you more in the relationship And just more of myself within, you know, to help you. Um, And it's always that two-way street. Again, it goes back to that no compromise. You and I just always, we always meet each other and always see each other on the same page. Uh, What I give you, you give me and what, you know, and vice versa. Yeah, and I think a
0: huge caveat here for that to happen is that we don't make everything mean something. And yeah. I talk about this a lot on my podcast and it's something that we do without really talking about that exact concept where it's like one of us might say something or we're feeling some type of way or you know, we're expressing ourselves and we will know like, oh that, that was not a comment, like, for me. You right. reacting in that way, that wasn't about me. That yep. was about something in the past. And we hundred percent. Yeah, and we don't make it... We don't get angry no. or we don't, like, make it mean something more than it is. It's like, okay, that happened. You're feeling that way. We're expressing this emotion. I understand where you're coming from, and I accept that. And yeah. not making somebody feel bad for...
1: Where they're at. Yeah, hundred percent. Never make your partner feel bad about anything that they do from a past relationship or anything that they bring from anything in the past. Like, just accept it. You know, I, I mentioned this a while back of just you know your past is your past. I can't change that. You know, I I'm grateful for every day that you give me in this present. And I look forward to building us and building you and building myself in the future. Um, you know, I never, ever, ever, ever in a million years, ever make you feel like anything in your past is something to regret or something that you can't do uh, or something that like defines you. It's more of just like, hey, you know what? It happens. This is how we continue to push forward, and I love you for every part of it.
0: Yeah, we do that really well. We don't make each other feel bad about things. No, we are we solely operate from a loving and a supporting space, and that's how relationships grow and flourish. I find, and I see this in a lot of relationships and people around me. They get together and then it's like a battle it's like you dating your parents and you're fighting and bossing each other around and it's like wait 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 we got into this because we enjoy each other why aren't we supporting each other yeah and i know when i am walking into situations with us i'm always wanting to put my best foot forward and when i'm feeling low i'm gonna express that of course but when i'm in like you know a normal state of mind or i'm like having a normal day and i'm not experiencing heavy emotions it's always my goal and intention to be presenting my best foot forward for us i even told you my intention today is like yeah. to always be one percent better for myself and for you and i think that's really important because that's how you can be in that supportive and loving space
1: 100 yeah. percent. yeah yeah we're the best we're we're great. We're, we're great <laughs> i fully agree upon that
0: thanks for tuning in and don't forget to leave a five-star rate and review i love hearing your takeaways and wins from the podcast in the review section so don't forget love you so much talk to you soon bye